Hi, welcome to Horror Roll. This is the third edition of the third retake of the third retake of the third retake that I accidentally uh, couldn't go on live because I mucked that up and then I mucked up recording to Scott because I put the loud thing, hey, they on. And now I've got the third edition and Scott's probably thinking, what an unprofessional show. I never wish I'd go on the ever again and I'm going to go away. But hi, Scott, Lord Scott is talking to me again and yet again about what he does and about his organisation. Thank you, Lord Scott. Hello there. Um, right, my name is Scott Longman. I'm a 45-year-old paranormal investigator. Um, I was born and um, for the first 10 years of my life uh, lived in Gloucestershire. Um, I had my first paranormal experience when I was 10 years old. And it's something that seemed to from that day onwards stuck with me all my life um, and the amount of paranormal experiences that I had grew and grew and grew um, I stayed I, I then moved to Somerset uh, with my family and again with Somerset um, I experienced a lot of paranormal activity because of a lot of the old buildings and the area that I was living in um, I'm what I what I call an empath medium, um, so I sense spirits. Um, I see shadow figures. I see orbs. Um, I don't. I'm not a, a psychic medium. So anyway, I stayed in Somerset until I was 20 years old. Uh, then I started working for a funeral directors uh, for a friend of mine for three years, which seemed to very much enhance my my psychic um, gift and paranormal experiences. Uh, after the three years period, I moved to London, where when I got to London, because of all the history. Um, and old buildings in this great city, um, I seem to experience even more uh, paranormal activity. And over the time, my gift has grown um, just through basically uh, self-experiences and self-teaching and help from, from others that have a similar gift. Um, I didn't really take much notice when I moved to London to start off with and it wasn't until really about a year ago that I don't know, something just clicked and I decided as a hobby <laughs> um, to start my own paranormal group um, called City London Paranormal Group after about a month starting the paranormal group um, I seem to get a lot of support and made a lot of friends, not just in the UK, in the par paranormal community, but worldwide. And that sort of made the group really explode um, in, a, in a very good way. So it, I decided, well, this isn't just going to be a hobby. This is, this is going to be now my way of life. Um, so yeah, in the past year, we've um, we've done 
some investigations. Um, we have contact with paranormal groups in America, uh, in France, and we've also got um, a paranormal group that we're connected with in Australia. Um, we have now got three separate branches of the paranormal group in the UK. So we've got London, Liverpool and Manchester. And we've just recently opened two new branches uh, in Iowa and in Pennsylvania in, in the USA. So we are expanding. We are looking to expand further. And next year we're looking to actually go to America and France um, and probably a, a, a trip over to Australia as well. Uh, which we've been invited to go over by by the Australian Paranormal Group that we're connected with. Um, they are coming here in November, so they will be doing paranormal investigations here. We've also been invited to do <coughs> excuse me paranormal investigations in Paris with a couple of French paranormal groups, and we've been invited by quite a few. American paranormal groups um, to go over there and do investigations with them and they want to come over here and do investigations with us. Um, we are currently looking for uh, other people in other areas of the world, um, especially the US, Australia and France, um, really to open more branches and expand and open more doors and we look yeah we're looking to expand worldwide and we totally believe in para unity um, there's too much backstabbing etc at the moment in in the paranormal world with some paranormal groups um, but our belief at the city land of paranormal group is that should help each other and work together because we're all trying to achieve the same goal. Yeah, I, um, I, I, I um, also help out a group called Lincolnshire Spirit Seekers. They've got yeah, sort of yeah, same, same ethos. Yeah. Funny, funny enough, um, I've been in touch with um, the guy that runs that. But um, Ellie. Cityland Paranormal Group to come on board as part of his uh, Lincolnshire Spirit Seekers family and vice versa. Um, you know, we, we are we, we've confirmed today that we we are happy to be associated uh, with each other and work together. Um, like I said, we, we totally you know my, my whole team um, we're probably one of the one of the most sort of closest knit teams probably in the UK um, because we, we work together you know there's no there's no squabbling between the team or anything else Every, everyone knows where they stand we all work, work together we all get on and we're all, all here to, to achieve the same goal and that's to expand our paranormal group and give something back to the paranormal in the way of um, 
still remain with us. Um, proof that there is also um, negative um, entities, um, and that's what we're trying to achieve. Why is the strangest or weirdest case you ever come across in the paranormal world? Because I mean, obviously, people don't know London. It may be like they consider it only like a thing, like the square mile bit bits. And square because, mile is a city. Yes, yeah, yeah. But they, yeah. They, obviously, they don't realise it spans right out. Oh yeah, exactly. Because yes, I used yeah. to live I mean, in. We're, we're, I mean, we're called the city of London paranormal group because I'm quite heavily involved in the city, but we do cover all areas of London and the UK and. Like I said, we you know we are expanding internationally, but yeah, it's it's uh, it was just a strange experience to experience sort of five different entities, um, one being demonic, one being um, 
negative in a bad way, uh, which was the, with the gentleman that we, we experienced there. Um, the lady and the children, obviously, they were coming across as neg negative because of the way that they had been treated when they were alive and the fact that, you know, they, they were, we, we found out that they were actually killed by the gentleman spirit that's still there. So that's why we, we, we found so, so much negativity there. It's good. That's what people don't realise, as I say. I imagine you do what, what a lot of groups do, like a lot of research before yes, you, yes. you go in. Because obviously in this day and age you have to be a bit more wary. Exactly, yeah, yeah. You know, you, I mean, you know, all the all the liability insurance that you, that of the world, you know, can't um, can't stop things happening. I mean, even you know, even places that we do pre-investigations, um, you're not always going to get the total picture just by doing one investigation before doing a public one so there's always that um, that chance of something happening the second time that didn't happen the first time you investigated it um, which is good because it's something new and it, it you know it's a new experience but like I said we do like to do at least one uh, team only investigation at each, each premises um, so we know that you know it, it's as it's as safe as it possibly can be. Do you do a lot of the, the mixture between scientific and the obviously your medium skills as well?
So, the theory um, that um, when somebody dies, that, that they reckon that there's, um, I think it's 16 ounces or 14 ounces they can't account for, a post-mortem. There's a lot of theory that this could be the soul. Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen a lot of dead bodies um, over the three years that, um, that I was doing funeral directing and you know it uh, there, there's there's the there's the the thing attached to when you when you die um you look about 10 15 years younger um which through my from through my experience my own personal experience um it it, it does happen you you know you look at you look at a, a body um, but you can you can feel, especially with someone with my gift, you can feel that that spirit is is no longer in that body. Um, the spirit is probably around that body, or what around what we what we would say is a shell. Um, but yeah, it's it's it's, it's a. It's a strange one to be able to answer, really, because no one really knows until we pass on ourselves. Yeah, that's a tricky one, isn't it? it that, yeah. That, that, that's the that's the only bit. It's, I always call it like the Star Trek moment. Yeah. yeah. When they yeah. always say we yeah. go beyond, uh, beyond the final frontier. Well, yeah. Yeah. that is the absolute final frontier. I mean, the the, the one thing that always has sort of. Um, puzzled me really with regards to you know you, you 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 talk to people that have had um you know life and death experience like life and death experiences in regards to 
nearly passing away. And, you know, you, you, talk, you hear these people talk of, you see a light when you're at that stage. And, you know, if, if you're drawn towards that light, then you've passed over and, and you've obviously died. Um, but my, 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 my look on it is, okay, well, if that's the case, if you're passing through this light, which is supposed to set, send you to the next world, then why is there still spirits here? You know, it, it's if you pass through what we class as the light, so you're passing into the next world. And how how do spirits still remain here if they've already passed through the light? Hmm. There's a lot of theory that. Um, well, I found this with myself because I I do cryptozoology as well. But when I look yeah. up about cryptids, that sometimes yeah. at the same area there's a paranormal event and. A UFO event, all in the yep. same. I, I mean, it's not exact science, but I have found no, that no, quite no. frequently. And I've talked to a lot of other paranormal groups, and they say, yes, there is a connection there. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's yeah. all related, I, but I, I think there is. I think there is a connection there. I mean, to be honest, um, with regards to spirits, yes, I do believe in. In the afterlife, yes, I do believe in ghosts. I've, I've witnessed ghosts. I've seen ghosts. I've spirit. I, I've witnessed several, you know, paranormal experiences, um, both very personal ones and other ones. Um, what I've never experienced is anything as as in sort of UFOs. So my my sort of outlook on that is well until I've experienced it then I'm not going to believe in it um, yes I, I totally believe in spirits yes I totally believe in ghosts because I, because of my own personal experiences but I've never experienced a UFO um, yes it can be like you said linked in, in one respect um, and there has been proof that there's there's you know alternative life on other planets within this world um, but for my for, for me personally um, until I experience or see something like that then you know I, I'm keeping an open mind on it you know when you said you had your gift do you find yes. sometimes that you, when you're talking to someone, do you pick up something like saying and thinking, oh, should I tell him that or should I not tell him that? Um, like I said, I'm not, I'm not what I would class as a psychic medium, so I don't really pick up on, on stuff as in, you know, seeing into the future or what's, what's happening or, you know, with, with anyone's life. Um, yes, I... I've started doing tarot cards, uh, which is a new thing for me. Uh, um, but on the people that they've, what I've done them, they have worked. Um, but for me, my, 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 my gift is all about being able to sense a presence. Um, you know, anyone 
if they have an open mind, can see shadow figures. Anyone can see, you know, again, if they have an open mind, light anonymous and orbs. Um, anyone can can see yeah, mists of an apparition. Um, but to be able to sense that something is there is is what my gift is, and that's as far as I, far as I'm aware at the moment, that is as far as my gift has gone. Um, who knows? It might grow into something more, um, and that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing um, because that way I feel I can help people. Well, I've always had the theory that the, well, this is my own personal theory. I don't know how correct it is. These abilities we're able to tap into, whether yep. psychic or whatever, comes from ancient man. You know, the caveman, because he has to. We used to be very alert of, of all of our environment, so we had to be yeah, at a peak yeah. physically, mentally, despite what people think. Ancient man well, was yeah, quite yeah. quite a clever person. They they do yep. think they went around with a club all day, knocking a woman on the head. And exactly, yeah, so yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. complete. I mean, no, I think there's, there's, you know, there's always been a history of it, um, right from sort of day naught, really. Um, but yeah, it's people, people experience different things, and people can sense different things. Do, do you find yourself more religious now that you've experienced paranormal? Um, say any more religious no um more open more aware of what's around me yes um religious religiously no um you know i've never been to one of these sort of spiritual uh churches or done any that of that side of things um it's something that has grown naturally, I suppose. Um, and everyone that you know that I've met that has a gift, etc., also sort of tends to say, "Well, you seem to be a natural at, at it, Scott." Um, so yeah, it's, it's it's not something that you know. Yes, I believe in God. Um, yes, I have my own beliefs religiously, um, but being more involved in the paranormal and what I can sense um, has not made me any more religious, no. Do you think death is still a taboo subject? Um, not so much now. I think there's so much um, there's so much proof that there is something after afterlife um, you know I mean I know myself personally um, for the years up until I was 20 and until I, I worked three years for my friend for a funeral directors I was really scared of the thought of dying uh, um, after working for three years at the funeral directors and the experiences that I've now had since, I, I'm not. It's changed my my outlook and perception on 
death. Um, you know, it, it, it's one of those things that it's going to happen to everyone. Um, there's nothing, nothing you can do about it. Hello? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. Um, so, you know, you, you, I think the, the, the public perception now of it is, is less, um, less stigma attached to it. Yeah, I was, I was thinking that people, because... People, people, are, people are less scared of dying because I think people realise that there is something after, after death. Yeah, and I imagine you find you you used to find when you did your job that it, people would find great comfort out of the smallest of things. Yeah, I mean, you know, if if someone asks asked me what's the, my favourite job that I've ever done, I've got to be honest. It's got to be my three years working in the funeral business because you experienced so much you see a hell of a lot um obviously a lot of it's not very nice but it's one of those jobs that you you can either do or you can't um you've got to be i think mentally quite strong to be able to do the job um because you guys that you do see a lot of, of bad stuff and I, I have in my in my time that I was working there and I've had a couple of other situations um, within the last few years that I've experienced really bad stuff in, in respect of death um, but the most the mo for me the, the most rewarding part of it was being able to look after the loved ones, that you know, the deceased loved one of the families that that has lost them. Do you know what I mean? And and doing the whole job from from start to finish, you know, looking after them, making them look nice, making them look presentable, you know, right the way through, and then right to the right the way through to carrying the coffin, and you know them saying their last goodbyes really well i know it's um, when and, that, and, and for me it was it's the most rewarding job i've ever done i noticed when my mother died that they changed the way they do cremations now because they used to be able to see the coffin go right in yeah but that's now, correct yeah. yeah yeah but now they do the curtains across don't they yeah that's right yeah i, and mean, I think I, that's when, better when, i think it's better yeah i mean i mean when when i used to work I say it's, it's going back years ago now. Um, it was a case of you would see it. It wouldn't. It wouldn't go down into the furnace, but it would be like a an elevator that would lower it down into the actual area where the furnaces are. Um, whereas now, like you said, you know what they do is just close the curtains on the coffin and then that's you know that's the last you see of it really um so yeah i i, I know as a, as a as a younger person 
uh, when I went to, before I started working in the funeral business, um, because of the whole thing of seeing the coffin disappearing and that, that sort of thing, um, when I've lost loved ones in the past, it's affected me more at crem cremation than it, would, than it has at a burial. Um, because, you know, you do see the coffin just disappear. And it's that last final moment, do you know what I mean? It really sort of hits some people. I think, like you said, now that they, they just close the curtains, um, it's, it's, it's more elegant, it's more acceptable to, to deal with. Although it's never hard losing someone, it's never easy. Well, sorry, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, it, losing it, someone. Yeah, but it, it, it makes it the whole process a little bit more nicer. In the... Yeah, 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 more, more. Um, I can say sophisticated, but it's not. It's more, it's more sort of reassuring. I think would be the right word. Yeah, I, I also, as you said, you know, the. I think sometimes you can sense that the person is actually there with you. Well, they've they've always said that you know, and and I've always sensed it with with funerals that I've been to, that you know, even though when when the person dies dies, the spirit you know releases itself from from the actual shell of the body. Um, I've always believed that when when it comes to the actual funeral day. That spirit of that person is with 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 us in that room, um, because I suppose for, for for some of the spirits as well, it's it's the final stage of saying of them sort of saying goodbye to their loved ones. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's important. It's strange the concept of burial. I think because I wonder yeah. how I I wonder if originally it was because they didn't want people to be eaten, you know, when when they first, but or because uh, of um, disease. But it's strange yeah, that the, yeah. how the development of a religious service has always been connected to burials. Yeah, yeah, especially in the in the sort of Catholic religion. Um, you, you know, you have like the the requiem masses. Um, they are very, very religious uh, services, um, very emotional services. I mean, we did. I, I remember doing um, a funeral in Glastonbury, where we had this lady that, that passed away, and most of their, most of the family, etc., was sort of of, of the black. Um, yeah, they, they're all, all sort of black people. Or, yeah, I know. You know it's very, it's very hard how to describe them, someone of colour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it's, you know, but they were very, as Catholic people that are very much into their religion, um, it was very, very emotional for them in, in respect of that when we took the actual coffin away from the service and took it up to um, the the burial ground. When we lowered the coffin into the ground, we literally had to keep some of them away from jumping in in, in on top of the coffin. They were that, yeah, you know, that um, 
that affected by it religiously the religious fervor bit as they say yeah 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 but it's um it was certainly an experience doing catholic requiem masses i don't think there's a set i i honestly believe there's not a real set way to grieve you know people got this conception that you've got to cry a lot and you know wailing and all that but i think everybody does their own kind of grieving yeah i mean grieving can can take can they it can take days it can take weeks it can take years um it's all down to the to the individual person um you know and I, i i've experienced that myself through people i've lost some of them you know you get over it and move on within a few weeks there's 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 certain ones that um you know if, if i'm honest i still haven't dealt with uh even after all these years uh because of the close closeness of that person to me um and and the situation in which they were either cremated or buried um and and the, and the situation leading up to that um because if you know again every 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 funeral every death is different every family is different um and if you've got a situation where you are restricted from saying your final goodbyes to that person then that is going to affect you as far as the grieving process is concerned oh, been there it's done that <laughs> yeah 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 so yeah it's like i said again the, the whole grieving thing people deal with it in their own way and every every person is different i honestly believe it um a lot of people i've talked to about in the hospital i think when like they're really ill they seem to have one yeah. really fantastically good day yeah yeah yeah. I mean, whether that's just my perception of that, I don't know. But I've talked to a lot of people in medical professions. Yeah, yeah. And they've all said the same. I think you'll find that um, that's normally sort of a day or so bef- before they actually pass away. Do you know what I mean? It's their last sort of. I think it's their, their last, last sort of hurrah. Day I, I think, or- yeah, I think you're yeah. given that. I think you're given that to sort of like make sure yeah. people. I think when, when when you are you know you I think when you're when you're that ill, um, I think you know you well probably probably in, apart from obviously people that have fatal accidents and stuff like that. But I think with 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 people that are ill, um, or old, um, they know they they sense when they're going to pass away they they get some some sort of sense to say this is my time this is my time to go and i think that that previous 24 hours when they sense that is what you what you classed as you know the good a, a good day um because it's it's normally their last 24 hours on this earth you might as well go for it you might as well say, oh, exactly, yeah. Oh. yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah, you want people to yeah. have a good memory at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Now, I was going to ask, yeah, why don't you know. call yourself Lord Scott? <laughs> well, I I was left uh, my title by my great-grandfather. So it's, uh, it's a hereditary thing. Um, but I don't really use it, to be honest. I think it's it's nice. I think it's a, a good. It makes you stand out a bit in the crowd. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but no, I, you know, at the end of the day, I, I'm just a normal person um, doing the best I can at what I'm what I'm good at, um, and that's I. You know, I'm one of these people. I like to help people, um, and that has increased through me being more heavily involved in the paranormal um, because <laughs> even though it, it hasn't opened, it hasn't made me more religious it's opened my mind more spiritually and you, you tend to look at things in a slightly different light where can people find you if they want to look you up um, well, we've got our own website, which is www.cityoflondonparanormalgroup.org.uk. Um, we also have um, a Facebook group. Well, we have several Facebook groups. We have the City London Paranormal Group Facebook group. Uh, uh, I also started up a uh, City London Para Unity group um, to sh show our you know, respect and support for para unity and all, all, all teams all over the world involved in the paranormal, getting on and working together. And then we have our separate um, groups that we, we start up as we open a new branch. So each branch has its own um, Facebook group. If you want, I could be an honorary holder of your branch. Well, yeah, yeah, that that would be great. That would be great. Yes, we would definitely, certainly, uh, certainly talk talk about that. Yeah, yeah, well, I'll, I'll contact you sometime. Yeah, okay, brilliant. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. I'll see what's yes. evolved and what to do. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I can't physically go to most investigations. Well, no, 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 but, no. Um, but I, I always think that we, that somehow we should be able to day and age to do a virtual paranormal tour you know someone that I know it, it's a bit difficult when you actually do an investigation but someone could have a camera yeah. and you could say oh look over there Scott yeah. I think I saw yeah. something over yeah. there yeah 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 I think I think you know I mean, I've got friends of mine that uh, are in America that you know they they do uh, what they call remote um, psychic um, dealing with, with with situations like you know, demonic entities etc and they do it remotely so they, do, they, they don't have to physically be there so a bit uh, that's alright no problem um, yeah so yeah I mean I think you tend to find the people that are less 
less mobile for whatever reason are more remotely psychic anyway if they have a gift well I think that as I as I read most investigations anyway you know I look them up and because I cover a lot of paranormal I get a sense yeah. of what they're, they're doing and a sense of how people go around it and virtually it's more or less the same way some groups yeah. don't like swapping locations, which I think is a bit silly. Yeah, 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 because yeah, everybody yeah. knows where everything is. I mean, it's a bit dull. Yeah. But, but, I mean, the, yeah. the, the only time we don't really sort of, um, well, we don't um, release the investigation venue is if it's a private Oh, yeah, that's fair enough. It is private. private but, uh, house or yeah, I mean, obviously, it's someone's house. They don't want someone to know saying, <laughs> no, oh, exactly. but, I'll come you know, to see the investigation. <laughs> but as, but as, in, as in, you know, public places, um, you know, I mean, I, I, I've had experience of other paranormal groups that when you say, oh, I'd like to do um, paranormal investigations at this place, just because they've they've done it um, they don't want you know and they do it regularly um, they don't want anyone else to do it yeah but you um, may see it from a different set of eyes that's why I look well, at yeah, it exactly. and, this is, and, and the thing is you know I'm, I'm also all for, for doing sort of joint joint paranormal investigations as far as you know joint teams because like you said different people see different things in different ways even even within the same premises, you know, diff different people experience different things, and you know they might pick up something that you can't, um, and that's that's why I think para unity is is so important. No, Scott, I think we've had a good chat despite some yeah, of the some you. of the um, uh, mishaps and the, uh, I, I, I do apologise <laughs> for that. And, and I'm glad you stuck with me because most people have gone. No I'm sorry, I've had enough of this. No, it's fine. I'm it's going fine. now. I'm, I like to do a unique sign off before we finish the show. So, what okay. would your unique sign off be? Um, where there's where there's energy, there's light. I like that. I think. I think that'll work. Yeah. Right, here's yeah. mine to you. Okay. <clears throat> I talked to a man called Scott. About in, he lives in London, you know. He investigates all the ghosts and ghoulies that creep around. But they're not in the Westminster place. They're called the Lords of uh, Houses of Parliament. No, there are other ones. They're, they're real. He, he has the title Lord, but he never uses it recently. Because he likes to be like us. One of the common people. And he likes paranormal unity because that's the one thing that he likes to promote. And that's good of him, you know. So thank you, Scott, for being on the show. Thank you very much. No problem. Thank you.